Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story, and one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on the Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons of the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data. From Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware, Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based champion team. Are you ready to talk Padres baseball? We've got you covered. Yesterday, the Padres kicked off their latest series against the Diamondbacks with a win, and we'll look to keep it going tonight. Here in studio, we've got Bob Scanlon promising quite a bit for the show with him as the host. It's going to be exciting and shocking today, isn't it? Shocking? Sure, why not? Exciting. Alongside Bob is a man who's as knowledgeable about baseball as he is grumpy about life, Bill Center. I'm not happy take that farther and i get even unhappier and rounding out the crew it's annie heilbrun who knows about bill's disposition all too well i'm sure he's not happy now coming to you from the amr studio inside the western metal supply company building it's padre social hour with your hosts bob scanlon bill center and annie heilbrun Grumpy? There's nothing There's grumpy this, about Bill Center. This, 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 this show has created a huge misconception. This sarcasm I, drips. I know that it's not sunny. I know that there's rain. I know that this is not the normal San Diego weather that we're accustomed to. But, Bill, that, that doesn't ruin your day, does it? It doesn't nah, make you grumpy. No. Actually, I love the rain. I mean, I, I saw people today with, like, walking down the street with umbrellas, and it's just barely drizzling. <laughs> wait, wait, those funny-looking dome things? Yeah, yeah and it's yeah, like, yeah, okay. come on. People, it rains once every 12 months here. And we certainly don't know how to right. drive in it because the traffic oh. coming oh. in the ballpark. I saw, the three. Worst. Yeah. I saw three accidents. Did you really? In. Yeah. All right. Hey, Padre Social Hour, <laughs> welcome to it. Glad to have you with us. Bob Scanlon, Bill Center, Annie Halbern with you. Talking weather, talking baseball. We're talking everything today. Right. right? And we got a lot to cover. I mean, don't we? I mean, we've got a AAA championship going on right, right. now as we speak. And unfortunately, right now, the Padres <laughs> are trailing the Scranton Wilkes-Barre Yankees. Uh, that would be the El Paso Chihuahuas, of course, a AAA affiliate for the Padres. They're already the Pacific Coast League champions. Right. Right. That was fun, and they're going for the uh, AAA championship right it's now. It's exciting. And, yeah, and like then it. tomorrow, five or six new guys up here. Yeah. yeah. That'll be hopefully with some champagne still yeah. covering them right, after right, celebrating yeah. tonight, right? <laughs> yeah. And lots of stories that they're, you know, they want to tell, right? Yeah. Well, <laughs> we're about their comeback. That would be not. Yeah, it's going to have to be a comeback. Right. After Lockett giving up a home run in the first inning to the uh, to the Yankees, so but they've we got like some that. Work to do. Adversity, we like it. You hey, know, it's, it's part a, it's of the new culture. They're not afraid <laughs> of those challenges, right? Right. Exactly. Hey, a nice game yesterday. Also, this is fun. Yeah. We got a Padres social hour after a victory, three-two victory by the Padres yesterday over the Diamondbacks. Nice way to start the series, and a lot of good stories in this ball game as yeah. well. And we've got to start with. A guy who actually is going to be a guest later on the show. Clayton Richard is going to be joining us. Can't wait to talk to him. If you want to be a part of the show, by the way, hashtag PadresSH. Would love to have your tweets, uh, get your input on what you thought about last night's game, today's game. Yes, it is still scheduled to be played despite the rain that we're seeing right, th- right now. But Clayton Richard will be joining us a little bit later. Bill, what did you see out of Clayton Richard yesterday? 
Yeah, I'm seeing too much too good. I mean, because <laughs> <laughs> he's a free agent here. Another six and a third inning. Yeah, six runs. and a third, two runs. His ERA now with the Padres over seven starts is uh, 1.71. I mean, he's pitching lights out. And, uh, you know, I don't want him driving the price up that much <laughs> here. I want, him, I want him to be happy in San Diego. I want Ashley to be happy. Why I don't want you him let here. him know that when he's here? That's yeah. what I'm going to already start <laughs> campaigning. Nice. Say, Clint, you can't be too good. This isn't a great winner for free agent pitchers. True. And there are teams out there that are going to be shopping for starters, and they're going to be looking at Clayton with this new arm slot and this, and this new repertoire that he has and wondering – Son of a gun. You know, what do we got here? Right. And, Annie, you've spent a lot of time around him in the clubhouse. You know his family. And yeah. it, the, the homecoming for him, obviously, very exciting. But to add to that the way he's pitched, I mean, there's got to be a little bit of an edge, I would think, of the Padres saying, hey, Clayton, come back next year. Absolutely. I would think so. You know, it's so cool for him, too, because he said this is the first time he's been consistently starting in a while. He feels better than he ever has in his career. That's That says so much for a guy that's older in his career, that's been around for a while, that – has been able to make this for himself this season. I mean, it really, it's, it's awesome to see him doing that. How important do you think it was for him to come back to San Diego to do that? Would the, the same performances be going on if he was with the Cincinnati Reds or some other team? There's got to be some level of comfort, right, Bill? Some level of well, comfort being back here and wanting to show that you still have it and working with Darren Balsley. The Padres were the only team that said, you're starting for us. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, every other team said, well, you know, we'll talk about it when you get here. But the Padres say, if you join us, you're starting. You're in the rotation. Yeah. And that's one. Of, uh, that's the major reason why he's back here. You know what's so interesting also? You feel <laughs> like we've got a, a different Clayton Richard, and you already referenced the different arm slot that he has. Right. So physically, there are some changes in terms of how he's throwing the ball. It, a lot, and I think you've noticed too, a lot of sync on his fastball now. It's not... He can still throw that rising fastball when he wants to, and I guess it doesn't really rise, but they call it rising fastball. <laughs> right. uh, but he can still throw that upper-level fastball when he wants to, but now his main thing is the sinker and ground ball outs, mm. and he's a completely different pitcher than what he was when he was here. And, and some of that also <coughs> is just the maturity, is it not, of being an older guy coming back and getting another shot at it? I think so, and I think what he's been through, and I know you guys will talk about this, but he was going to give it up. I mean, he couldn't figure out what was going on with that shoulder. He was ready to get out of it. Uh, you know, he's just been through so much that I think ha- everything, ha- going through that, coming back, thinking you're done pitching for your, the rest of your life and being able to, ma- you know, come back from that and, and gain that maturity, having a family, I think just getting a little older, like I just think all of that is working in his favor right now where he just really understands himself and what he needs to do. Well, having the AC joint surgery in, in 2013, right, right before he left, and then the thoracic mm-hmm. uh, procedure after that I mean those are two I mean those are two major things coupled within a year no doubt about it and and what's fun to watch is all the ground balls that he's getting right now because it it begs the next question which is okay great he's throwing differently you know maybe this guy has figured something out or is it just the different arm slot is different for the hitters and don't get too comfortable because they're going to figure it out after a while is is this something that can be long term and I think back Mm. to examples Trevor Hoffman Frank Tanana, guys right. who were flamethrowers earlier in their career, had arm problems, came right. back and figured out a different way to pitch and have uh, tremendous careers, obviously. Is, is that what we're seeing? Well, I, I think that, yes, there will be some figuring out. I mean, everybody is seeing a different Clayton Richard sure. right now. But to me, the fact that his sinker, I mean, his, the, his sinking fastball right now is really works in the zone. Guys aren't getting good yeah. swings. Yeah. 
And I, and I thought one of the turning points yesterday in the game also, just from his veteran background, is he's got runners on first and second with nobody out in the second inning, and he right. doesn't panic. No. You know, he, he doesn't try to overthrow the ball, which I think we would have seen out of a younger Clayton Richard. That's where I think that, and he'll say that too, that he worked, he, th he overthought it earlier. In his, and with the first time with the Padres, he overthought it. He gave himself too much pressure. So to your point, Bill, uh, you know, he knows who he is better now, and also his stuff is better. So I think he's been through a lot of experiences that when he gets on the mound now, he's able to work out of it, and he's able to use just his, his mind a little better for, for when he's up there and calm himself. This is a guy, too, that was pitching, what, to high schoolers before while he right. was a, you know, well, free he agent. He, he just, just, no, right. but, I mean, he, yeah. he's, he, hasn't, he doesn't have an ego about him. Like, he knows yeah. he's confident, but he's always willing to grow and learn and work harder, and I think that's a lot of what you see. No, no question about it. And the other thing that we saw right there is we saw some great defense behind him, right? right. Now, if you're rolling up 16 ground ball outs to start the ball game, you've got to be having some guys throw the leather around behind you. I love the play by Adam Rosales, the diving play that he right. made. There are two. John Jay makes right. a diving play in the outfield to save him some runs later on. Uh, fun to see the Padres getting, getting a little dirty out and, there. Right, and Clayton actually referred to that this postgame, you know, that, hey, a lot of this, the defense set the tone, and he just worked to it. I mean <laughs> – I and it's surprising to me is like Rosales is not really a shortstop. <laughs> right. No, but look at these not plays he's right. making. Yeah. And, he, and uh, oh yeah, look up into the air, <laughs> catches it. You know what's fun about him also? He's got a smile on his face the right. entire time he's trying he to make the play. Andy Green said that he can't um <laughs> he can't even like fake like he's too cool for it. Because like, he's not. Like he's like a he's like in little league having fun. Like it's it's the coolest thing to see, I think. Um but he made some pretty good plays out there for not being a shortstop. No, you know? he's he's not a shortstop. <laughs> yeah. He was like Whoa, look at this. You know, last night when they, when they posted the lineup, I'm thinking, wait, uh, Amarista should be the shortstop. Rosales should be at second. Right. Exactly, yeah. And it turned out that uh, Andy Green was absolutely right. I mean, Rosales made three really nice plays there. It worked out pretty well. Did work out well. Okay, defense did its job. Clayton yeah. Richard did its job, his job. The bullpen also came through. And I'm not ignoring the offense. We'll get to it in a moment. <laughs> but I just want to talk about <laughs> right. the defensive side of things, being the pitcher that I am you know, a little bit biased about it. Brad Hand coming in in the seventh inning with the game on the line because Clayton's done a fantastic job. A couple runs have scored at this point, and we've talked about Brad Hand. Maybe one of the most underrated guys coming out of the bullpen, not just for the Padres yeah. this year, but in, in the entire league. Hey, Scans, honestly, the ballots the, were passed out a couple days ago for picking your you know, pit player of the year and pitcher of the year. Right. I put Brad Hand mm. as my pitcher of the year. Really? Okay. Yeah. I, I kind of beat me to the punch because I was going to ask you about some of those, <laughs> and we'll get to it later in the show, maybe right. some of who our picks might be for team MVP and yeah. you well, know, pitcher, new, newest player, all that kind of stuff. But that's a great point in terms of pitcher of the year. Hey, he's, he has more appearances than any other pitcher in the National League, or in the Major Leagues, oh, excuse me, the Major yep. Leagues, 76. Yep. That's a lot of appearances. Uh, 102 strikeouts, his ERA is down under three. He has really been, he's been solid. Last night, gets the double play that he needs to get out of the seventh, yep. and then one, two, three, right through the eighth on like, I, like a nine pitches. And, and with that performance, he's got to be the hero of the game, does he not? Of course. Absolutely. Yeah. He's got to be our hero of the game. He did a fantastic job. He comes in, in that seventh inning, rolls this ground ball double play, not only right. to get out of the inning, but that, in essence, was the ball game right, right. there. Yeah. Say what you want about getting the save at the end and getting credit for a save. That was the save right, right. there. No doubt about it. Hey, Hero of the Game is brought to you by the Hero Program, a new way to upgrade your home to save energy and water. Visit HeroProgram.com to learn more. And uh, I think we're going to be seeing more of Brad Hand next season because he's establishing himself as not only a left-hander that they can depend on, the guy can get out righties as well. Yeah, 
I, I think their bullpen is shaping up really. I mean, I like Vuchter. I yeah. like Hand. Yep. I like a l- couple of the kids they've got in the minor leagues, uh, F- Phil Matten and uh, Jose Torres. I think their bullpen is really going to shape up pretty well next Sounds year. like we're getting a little preview there of down on the farm maybe, huh? Another one of our segments coming yeah, up later. Yeah, you've seen growth out of these guys for sure. You've seen them work through some stuff this season. You've seen them get out of jams. You've just seen some growth maturity in this bullpen. But Brad Hand, I don't think anyone expected it, you know, and then he's, he's consistently, consistently been able to perform out there, which is what you're looking for, obviously, as you know, Scans. But, yeah, he's like, like a dark horse, but he's come through. And he's been stealth. Yeah. Now, a guy that hasn't been too stealth, and we talked about this when he blew the save the other day. Uh, you know, it was in Colorado, Brandon Maurer, mm-hmm. and we wanted to see how he was going to respond. And one of the things we always talk about with closers is you've got to have a short memory. He proved right. that yesterday. Yeah, he, he really – and he was sharp. Mm-hmm. He was sharp. He and was. He was – he was not only sharp, he was after him. Uh, it's, uh, I thought la- the pitching last night was absolutely great. So Brandon Maurer comes in, 97 yeah. miles an right. hour. I think he proved that he's <laughs> got what it takes to come in and get the job done. 11, really 11 pitches and he's gone. Yeah. But that really men- mentally is what you need. That's what you need out of your guy, and I know that's what you've been looking for, Bill, with, with him is how can he mentally handle it, yeah. you know? Well, we're going to come back and talk to a guy that can mentally handle it. Yes. He showed us once again. He's our guest. Clayton Richard is going to be joining us next segment. Right now we've got to take a break, but you know what? One of the best giveaways that the Padres have, one of my favorites as a player, shirt off their back night. That's right. Be at Petco Park from September 19th through the 25th for the 16th annual Shirts Off Their Backs presented by Saquon Golf Resort. Fans can purchase a $1 scratch-off ticket for a chance to win a player-worn Navy Digi Camo jerseys. Those jerseys are awesome, and you're going to get it straight off the player's back. Proceeds benefit the Padres Foundation. When we come back, more Padres talk. Clayton Richard will be joining us right here on Padres Social Hour. Before every game, get your Padres talk on with us. This is Padres Social Hour. Welcome back to Padres Social Hour. Glad to have you with us. And the tweets are rolling in. Hashtag Padres SH if you want to be a part of the program. We've got one right here from Jellyman. And Jellyman's pretty poignant right here. He's saying, look, who would have thought at this point in the season that if at 4-1-16, we'd be talking about Perdomo, Hand, and Clayton Richard with less than two weeks left. Not only are we talking about Clayton Richard, we are actually talking with Clayton Richard. <laughs> Clayton, great to have you on the program. And I, it is so awesome to see you back in a Padres uniform and to be talking about the incredible success that you've had. Congratulations. I mean, it's got to feel great to not only be back with the organization that uh, you spent six years of your career with previously, but to be throwing the ball the way you have. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. I'm, I'm very happy and fortunate to be here and have the opportunity to pitch and not only pitch, but get opportunities to start. So I'm enjoying it. Um, it's a terrific group of guys in that clubhouse. And it comes from the top down. Andy being our manager, and he, he sets the tone. You can tell just coming over here in the short time I've been here, his leadership shows. It, it, it shines through, and you can tell they're building towards something big in the future. Yeah. You want to be part of that? I would love to be part of that. You're scaring me a little bit here because, I mean, you're pitching. You, you are at a free agent at the end of the year, right? Yes. And you're scaring me a little bit because of the numbers, the 1.71 ERA after seven starts, <laughs> that, uh, that other teams are going to be looking at what you're doing and going, hey, I mean, it's great for you that the price could go up, but <laughs> I'm, I'm beginning to get a little nervous here. N- yes, I'm I'm not worried about that. <laughs> <laughs> Phil's all ready to shut you down. If it's right. You're getting settled in. We He's like, talking, I'm shutting yeah. you down, right. man. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to see any more Clayton Richard. I've seen enough. Uh, no. I haven't seen enough. It's been amazing. Right. And there's so much to talk about. But let's, let's flash back a little bit to 2013. You're leaving the Padres at that point. You're coming off shoulder surgery. 
what's going through your mind at that point? Because frankly, it's not like an elbow where you have right. the surgery and pretty good chance you're going to come back. Shoulders are a whole different ball game. It was my second shoulder. I, I, I've been through one before. And I thought if I did the work, did the, the rehab and got through it, I'd be fine. And unfortunately, I did an off season of work, tried to get back and started my throwing program and it wasn't, I, I couldn't throw. And went to see a doctor in St. Louis, Dr. Thompson, to, for the thoracic outlet. And fortunately, that, that was the answer. And part of that was, and maybe I have the story wrong, but you talked to Chris Young, who also had that surgery, uh, similar procedure for similar problems. Was that one of the turning points for you? Find yes, out about that? Yes, exactly right. I, I came, I flew out to San Diego, went over to Chris Young's house, and was so fortunate to have that relationship with him because he had such a detailed list of symptoms, everything he went through. And <laughs> Which is his style. Exactly, right. <laughs> a typical Princeton guy just <laughs> has everything lined out, and, and we went through it, and Symptom by symptom, I checked off everyone. Really? The exact same. Everything that he had going on, I had. And that's when I, I made the call to Dr. Thompson that, hey, I'd like to come see you. And we went over there, and it was a pretty quick turnaround. I think we went on a Friday and had the surgery on a Monday. Mm. So after the thoracic uh, procedure, how, how soon did you know that, hey, this has answered some questions. I can be Clayton Richard again. It was... It wasn't as quick as I'd hoped because in that process, there's nothing in the shoulder. It's all up around your neck right. and down to your first rib and your pec minor. So you don't change the anatomy of the shoulder at all. So in coming back, you worry that all those shoulder pains, will they really be gone with this surgery? Unfortunately, once I started throwing, it was good. It, it, it felt like well, better than it had been for years. So it, it was a great feeling to be able to get back out on the mound and throw and not be worried every time I go on the mound, like, man, I hope it holds up today. Yeah. It, was it because of the surgery that y your arm slot's different? Y yes. Your pitches are a little bit different, your repertoire. Was it because of the surgery that that developed, or was that just something that you wanted to make a change on? I think it was just me make, uh, adapting and knowing my body a little bit better. I had for years really pressed to get my arm on top and did everything I could. And whether or not that created issues in my shoulder, I'm not sure. But in coming back, I found that I could be comfortable with my arm slot and not have to force it and still have the action I want on my pitches. And it's a little bit easier to duplicate and be consistent with and just kind of rode with that coming back but it's you make it sound so easy but it's not that easy <laughs> after you spend an entire career working on throwing out of a certain arm slot right. I mean it's not just the physical retraining it's the mental retraining of hey I don't have to fight through this and trust something that's completely different for you but right able and, to do that. and I was very lucky to go through the, the levels I went I had Andy and double a when I first came back and it, I didn't quite know what I was getting into with my arm still was in between deliveries and struggled coming back the next spring signed with Pittsburgh and really that really helped me going through their process with Jim Benedict and Ray Searage over there and they were able to show me some things and, and get going in the right direction so very very appreciative of the opportunity they gave me there and then from there went to the Cubs and back here. Now when the, the Cubs released you I mean I'm sure a number of clubs called but the Padres were the one that said hey Andy and, and AJ said we want you to start and I think that had a lot to do with you returning here right huge is I mean I couldn't have asked to be on a better team <laughs> with the Cubs I mean 
right. the best team in baseball. Um, so I was, I had a blast there for the year I was there. And unfortunately, I just wasn't in a role that was benefiting the team or myself. It, I wasn't getting used much. And when I was, I wasn't being very productive. So in talking to the Padres, I knew I was going to get an opportunity to get stretched out a little bit and, and possibly start games. And I had to jump at that opportunity. Yeah, and you're sitting over there in the Cholula hot seat right now, spending <laughs> some time with us, and we appreciate it. And a question for you. I heard in high school, uh, not in high school, but you returned back to your high school when you were doing the <laughs> rehab, and you worked out with these kids, and that was actually kind of a refreshing moment for you in terms of resetting your mind about, let's have some fun out here. No, it was great. So after that, the thoracic outlet, I went to high school baseball practice every day. Yeah. Is that right? I took... During batting practice, I go out to second base, field balls, throw it to first, take batting practice. I wasn't thrown off a mound yet, so I was just trying to get back in a bit. And it, it was such, provided such clarity, such perspective. The kids are out there just having a blast playing a game of baseball. <laughs> and yeah. there's, there's not that worry about, yeah. I need to do this, I need to do that. It, it's just, we're playing, we're having fun, and hopefully tonight we win. You know, y your workout schedule is always, it's, it's incredible. Uh, the one thing, I, I, is it still the same? I haven't seen the sled, <laughs> so I, I don't know where the sled is. is I, I, haven't, I haven't gotten that out. Okay. Yeah, so that's, that's moved to the off-season regimen. Okay, <laughs> all right. But is the workout schedule still the same? It's been adjusted, uh, significantly adjusted. So, like today, a day after I start, that used to be a day I'd really get after it in the weight room, and I've kind of realized my body needs a break every now and then, and... So after a start, I, I give it a day, kind of relax. I'll, I'll, I'll still do work, but not as intense as I used to do it. So I think I'm a little bit smarter with the recovery aspect of baseball, and that's something that I think it takes some time to understand that less can be more. And I did more for quite a few years, and now I need to – be a little bit smarter about back it. Back off. Yeah. Back <laughs> add addition by subtraction. Exactly. Hey, is any of that from the football background? I mean, it's like, hey, let's get it done. Type part of it, and then part of it's probably my parents. Okay. Well, most of it's my parents. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> um, like my dad right now, he's the sheriff back home, and he's the executive director of the Boys and Girls Club. So he's going from 4.30 in the morning until yeah. whenever at night, and that's kind of how I grew up. The work was, ethic. Yes. Just – well, it didn't work out too bad. I mean, right. <laughs> you right. had I the, no the hardest pro working <laughs> workout ethic I've ever seen, and it obviously helped you out. But like you said, at some point you have to rein it in a little bit, especially in a game of right. baseball where you're playing every single day and trying to get through a 162-game season. And you were so efficient yesterday with your pitches, too, the ground balls when you needed them, getting out of that jam in the second inning. Uh, with the arm slot, is it actually easier for you now to keep the ball down in the zone and locate it where you want to? I think so. I, th okay. I think it's just easier to be consistent in my delivery. I, I don't have that stress, so it's easier to duplicate and replicate my delivery time after time and when you're able to do that your command gets better within the zone and I think that's what happens right. and with being able to play put the ball where you are now with the, with the with the sink are you pitching more to contact than you used to I think so I, I don't I don't know if I ever throw a pitch and think oh I want him to hit it right <laughs> <But> <laughs> I still think every pitch I, I throw is gonna be good enough that they swing and miss um but realistically I understand that a ground ball is best for me right. and best for for the team. Plus, you're getting some funky swings from guys right now. Is that because they haven't seen this before, or is it the the, the new mix that you've got? It's I'm hoping it's from the new mix, and and we'll see as time will tell. As we, we see, like I, I faced the Diamondbacks for the second time, so faced a lot of those guys going through the second time. When I start getting second, third time, and hopefully fourth time through lineups, 
you can kind of see if it's what you're doing or it, it's just a fluke uh, one time through. Clayton, final question. We'll let you get back. I know you got a workout waiting for you probably. i got one question after you're done. Oh, go ahead then. No, no, no go ahead because I want to fire this one. This is going to be a lobbying question. All right, so. very good. I, <laughs> Clayton, you mentioned you'd been with Andy Green down in AA when you were, you were coming back. You've spent some time with him now at the big leagues. Has he, he changed at all in terms of his managing style? And you mentioned the culture is something you want to be a part of. What, what are you seeing that's different in that clubhouse right now? I don't think he's changed as a person, but he understands that he's at a different level. And you can't do what you're doing in double-A with a big league clubhouse. And he's one of the most intelligent men I've, I've been around in, in my life, not yeah. just baseball, but anywhere. So he, he understands that he's going to make changes and adapt to the situation. And he's a great baseball mind, and he's going to do everything he can to help put us in situations to succeed. So next off season, just remember that I, I know that Ashley loves living here. Yes. Nice place for a family. <laughs> just remember, remember all this, right? Okay. Oh, I will. Okay. I will. <laughs> Good campaigning, Bill. Right, exactly. It. All right. Exactly. Now, now that you've been brainwashed, come back to San Diego. <laughs> we'll let you go. Clayton, thanks a lot. Appreciate thanks you joining us. Guys. Thanks for being on the hot Thank seat. You. Cholula hot seat. Uncap real flavor with Cholula hot sauce. The hot sauce with the iconic wooden cap and the official hot sauce of the San Diego Padres. Clayton Richard sharing with us his rehab and how he's happy to be back with the Padres. We're happy to have you with us. We're going to be back after this break. More Padres social hour coming up you want to talk padres lucky for you we're doing exactly that this is padre social hour from the amr studio inside petco park welcome back to padre social hour great to talk some ball with clayton richard appreciate him joining us that by the way is not some other field in a different part of the country that is petco park that big white thing you see on there is a tarp they actually own one here they what? store it in the special tarp closet i know we never see it we see it once every three years but they're busting it out. The grounds crew trying to figure out how to fold it back up. They're not <laughs> sure. In case you're wondering if you have tickets to the ball game tonight, still scheduled to have a 7-10 start. So we hope you come out and enjoy the uh, ball game tonight. We've got Paul Clemens going against Archie Bradley in this ball game, and the uh, Padres will look to uh, win the series tonight if they can. Yep. After the great outing by Clayton Richard last night. And and last time out, Clemens, when he was sick with the flu in San Francisco, had his yeah. best <laughs> effort of the season. Yeah. Uh, uh, Andy today was talking about they gave him a couple extra days between starts so he would get over the flu. I'm thinking, hey, maybe you want to keep him ill. <laughs> yeah. Let's just keep him sick. Yeah. Keep him right where he work is. For huh? him. Right. Man, you're pretty tough, man. You want to shut down Clayton Richard from throwing. You yeah. want to keep Well, I love what Clayton's doing. I'm, I'm just <laughs> – I, I don't want to stir that pot and have everybody else say, hmm, at the end of the year – uh, he's uh, he's got a 1.6 ERA as a I, starter. I understand. Hey, if I was a scout and there and we know there's scouts right. sitting behind there all the time, and especially yeah. at this time of the year, there were a the lot there last night. Well, the minor league season right. have ended, right? So all your pro scouts are basically being sent out to the to the major league stadiums now. So we're going to see a lot of guys we haven't seen during right. the season, but they're all getting a look. And, and I know I'm what I know what of we're two about. last right. night that we're looking at Clayton. I would. Yeah. I mean, again, it's hey. not a guy that's tricking guys and you think right. it's good. This is quality stuff right. down in the zone. That plays. And yeah. there are there are fewer starting pitchers quality than there are spots available. Yeah. So he's going to be – I mean, his, his value is going up as we speak. And he's a quality veteran. He knows yep. how to work. He knows how to do the work. He knows – if you keep him around with the Padres, I just think there's so many guys that would learn from him because he's been through it. He's, he isn't, doesn't have too much of an ego to go, yeah, this is how I did it before, but this is how I need to do it now because I've, you know, I've changed. Things have changed. So he's a lot I just different. think that's great. But he is a lot different. We were talking about it during the break, just how he has matured. Yeah. Right. Just not yeah. only as a person, as a ball player, his approach on the mound. and The whole less is more thing, that's yeah. like revolutionary. <laughs> yeah. 
Some guys never figure it out. Exactly. No, no. I think it was about 32 or 33 when it finally the light bulb went on. Yeah. You know, after 18 years of trying to throw it by guys, and you finally realize, oh, maybe I don't have to do that anymore. So maybe Clayton, back in that right. clubhouse, can teach some of these guys, hey, figure it out before I before I did. And, and just the way he works, right. too. Yep. And the way and the way he works that pitch, the way he works yeah. the new arm angle yeah. and, gets the dr and gets the sink. Oh, it's, it's really good. fun to watch. I thought your question was really good because I – you're right. A lot of people don't think about that. When you switch that arm, it it's not that easy, right, to, s to kind of switch something that you've been working for your whole life the way that you throw the ball. That is so hard, Annie, for guys to put aside their comfort zone. Mm -hmm. Most guys don't want to acknowledge that there's something about their game right. that they have to improve upon, and they're afraid to give up what they do well. Yes. And when you've had a certain level of success, as he has in the big leagues for six or seven years, to put that aside and mm -hmm. say, I'm going to try something different, Take some courage to do that, so I give him a ton of credit. Or if mm -hmm. they can't do it anymore, and you mentioned Frank Tanana. Yeah. yeah. Well, sometimes you're forced to make the right. change. Right. He could have gone back. He, the shoulder was feeling better, right? right. He could have gone, gone, gone back to, to, to go back to who I was, high arm slot, and yeah. keep trying to throw it by guys. But he said, you know what? Maybe there's a better way to do this. And as you know, when you have to make that kind of switch, you go through some discomfort and some, you know, you, you're not so good at it right off the bat. And so that's when a lot of people will, get, will revert back to their old way. Yep. And he worked through it. No doubt. Yeah. A ton of credit to him. Yeah. Hey, a uh, little bit of a sad thing we need to revisit right here. Jan Herba Salarte, still not with the ball club, of course. Uh, ceremonies for his belated wife, Juliet, will be going on. What do we know? We saw the jersey in the dugout yesterday. The team obviously uh, trying to honor him. And, and yeah, that, that the, was the a classy move. Is, uh, the organization is working on some things. And uh, what's, what's the tone in the clubhouse right now, Annie? Yeah, I, th I think that anybody who puts themselves in that position – and I think all those guys do just feel so much for their, not only their teammate, but their friend, but someone that they can identify with it, you know, having gone through th something like this and, and how heartbreaking it is. But I thought that that jersey was just a, such a great touch and such a, a good way to remember her and to right. honor her. Um, they are going to hold the service in Miami on Thursday, and there will be several people from the organization going, as well as ownership, Ron Fowler, Tom Seidler. So uh, th there will be people there, and there will be people alongside Jan Hervis, which I think is really important. You know, it's death is not something that you associate with a baseball team because mo your players are mostly younger, and, and it happens. I mean, I remember when Mike Dar was killed in the automobile accident mm -hmm. before the, mm -hmm. I think, 2002 season, and it, it really – it, it is a shock to the system mm -hmm. for these players to have something like that hit close to home. And to, for so many of them, they're married and have kids. Right. So I think that they all, you know, they put themselves in that position of that, what would I be like going right. through that? And I think the big thing is that they all want to just be there for, for Jan Harvis as best as they can, whether that's physically there or just, you know, however they can be through text or calls right. or whatnot. I think that's a big deal. You know, and it's a good reminder for all of us because it really puts in perspective, yes, they're baseball players, and, and but at the same time, they're human beings. Right. Yeah. And they're yeah. going through all the same challenges that all of us go through, you know, as human beings. And it sort of reminds us, uh, we want them to be machines when they go out on the field. Right. Mm -hmm. You know, Hey, I come to eight games a year, and I paid good money for this seat. I want this guy right. to be at the top of his game. And you know, yeah. sometimes they're there's dealing stuff with going stuff. On. There's right. stuff that goes on sometimes. So. You know, can I digress here for because <laughs> Andy, <laughs> as a first-year manager, Andy Green has dealt with a lot of things mm -hmm. that even veteran managers don't deal with. I mean, the death of a player's wife, uh, uh, the trades, everything. I think that he has done a phenomenal job mm -hmm. of handling these situations, handling his players, and dealing with the media during these 
these difficult times. Yeah. No doubt about it. I mean, he's, he's had all that as well as a transition going on in the clubhouse. Right. right. I mean, he, he, didn't Absolutely. he didn't inherit a team that was in the midst of going through the, the right. overhaul. He inherited a bunch of veteran players right. and had to keep a, a clubhouse together as it was being disassembled. Not easy to do. No. And, and switch gears from handling the veteran guy who's on his way out to, yes. all right, I've got a brand new kid here that I've got to introduce to Major League Baseball. Here's how we play it. And now I've got to be the teacher. It's been a lot of transitions for him. That uh, is it's kind of remarkable. And his staff has done an amazing job. And then you get the stuff off the field that has been tossed in on it. Mm -hmm. yep. And it's like he has, I, I think that in terms of leadership, he has really done a, a fantastic job of getting this team through some difficult situations. No doubt about it. You know, you mentioned leadership. And I, I wanted to segue from that into yeah. Who is the leader of this ball club now, or who is the face of this franchise? And the reason I was thinking about it is because of Will Myers getting the home run yes. yesterday and establishing himself as having the most home runs in a season. Fantastic job on his part. Annie, is he becoming the face of the franchise at this point? I club? think that it's hard to pick someone else right now because it's like you know that Will is going to – or there's a good chance Will will be around. And there's a good chance that Will is kind of the player that they build around. I'd be curious if you guys think that he either a wants to be that guy, um, or or is should be that guy. If if <laughs> is, if his play Great. is almost better, not being that guy, or I, you know that's it's been a. An interesting thing with him. Oh, Annie, you nailed it right there. I mean, that is such a great point. Right. It's not a thing of, oh, yeah, he is the face. He is the leader. The question, does he want to be? Right. I mean, there's right. always this assumption that everybody's got the capability and everybody wants to have it. If they do have that ability, some guys don't want it, and that's okay. And that's a great question with Will Myers. Bill, I do you have a feel about that? I think he's comfortable okay. with his yeah. slot right now. Now, it changes as things, you know, mm -hmm. as the club gets better and stuff like that. But right now, I think he's very comfortable with how he's developing in that role and as a leader of this team. Now, he's not the veteran leader. They do have, mm -hmm. I mean, they, they do have some players who are like, like Clayton, like Adam Rosales, who are, the, who are the more veteran leaders on this team. But Will is developing into that leader. But if this clubhouse shapes next year where he, some of those guys are gone and he, what do you think? I mean, he sort of moves into that role by default a little bit, right? Like as a guy who's been with the organization more years than some of the others. Right. And I don't know. You know, it's, it's an interesting thing for him next season. I think it, a lot will depend on whether John Jay is back or That's not. That's true. I think Jay is the guy that right now everybody sort of looks to. Mm -hmm. for True. But a, a to Annie's point also, at some right. point, he's now been there for two or three seasons. He right. is really the future of the organization. Absolutely. When does the I totally agree with that. Over? Right. It'll be interesting right. to watch. Right. Hey, yeah. we got a tweet. Hashtag PadresSH if you want to be a part of the show. And the tweet is, uh, who we got here? East Village Times. Hey, honest question. Does anyone <laughs> on the Padres Social Hour set right here actually own an umbrella? Bill, do you own an umbrella? I don't. I do not. Annie? I do. I can never find them. But really? I have one, like, about that size. Okay, so here's <laughs> proof that I actually not only own one, but I know how it works. Yeah. <laughs> now, now, it's so old, and I very rarely use it, that who knows if it actually keeps well, the water off. But and whenever we'll it rains, I'm like, where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Because <laughs> oh. you don't keep it on no. hand. Hey, seven See, years <laughs> of bad luck for me right yes, there, by the way. Yes, yes. Right. That's I all right. I cringed when you did it. <laughs> <laughs> I, can't, I can't wait to walk outside when it rains. I, I love I that. I love it, too. But you know what's right. great right now? It's not raining outside. In fact, the tarp is off. I know. So I know. You, you don't have, like, hair curls and makeup. No, but all, <laughs> I mean, all day I would, I would out in the backyard just enjoying listening to the sound of the rain. I love that sound. Walking out in the backyard. I could do without the humidity. I feel like we pay enough in oh California yeah. right to now not it's have the humidity. Right now very humid. Right. But <laughs> 
But I do like the rain, the sound and the smell. I love the, the smell right. tomorrow morning. Yeah. I'll tell you what, really ballplayers nice. look forward to because in the back of their mind they're thinking, hey, maybe a day off, but it's not going to be a day off no. tonight. Boys are going to play some baseball tonight at 7. Yeah, but that day off comes with a doubleheader two days later. Exactly. It'll come back to bite you. Right. Hey, we got to take a break. We'll okay. come back. We're going to talk some more Padres baseball right now. Hey, Pitch, come to the Padres game on September 21st and stay for a postgame exclusive screening of Pitch. That's the show that's being broadcast right here at Petco. The New York Fox Series is about a young pitcher who becomes the first woman to play Major League Baseball for the Padres. So visit Padres.com pitch. For a special ticket offer for the screening following the game against the Diamondbacks at 610, come on out and watch TV magic being made. When we come back, more Padres talk, more baseball talk right here on Padres Social Hour. From analysis of what's happening on the field with your Padres to insights on everything MLB, we've got it right here. This is Padres Social Hour. Welcome back. Glad to be with us today. Hashtag Padres SH. If you want to shoot us a tweet, we're going to have some more tweets coming up. But right now, it's time to go down on the farm. Pacifico time down on the farm. We're going to take a look at what's going on in the minor leagues. By the way, right now, El Paso losing 3 to nothing to scranton Wilkes-Barre. they got some work to do if they're going to win this AAA championship. But, Bill, let's take a look at some of these guys that are in this championship right now. We're going to start with Hunter Renfro. What has he been doing and so far? And in the might postseason? be here tomorrow. He may be here tomorrow. We'll right. We'll they haven't <laughs> said anything yet. Let's but just stay focused on today. Okay. All right. He's gotcha. playing a ball right. game right now. Right. Um, Hunter had a really good play. You know, the uh, numbers are a little bit deceiving. The 273, he drove in key runs in both of their wins in the in the semifinals against Tacoma and then the PCL championship series against uh, uh, and oh the, gosh and the numbers you see on the screen right now right. are for the entire playoffs not just for one part of it so right. that's for only the entire up today. playoffs yeah two doubles a home run three three walks mm-hmm. nine run nine runs scored and four RBIs as you mentioned he's been a factor no question right about it. and uh, had a really delivered when the games were on the line each time so major major. Which is another one of the reasons that the Padres want to see these young right. men play in these types of circumstances, right, Annie? I mean, yeah. there's no substitute How for playing. How else do you do get that work? Exactly. Regular season PCL MVP. There That's you go. all you got to go with. There you go. I mean, had a great year. But led the led the league in the home runs, tied, and finished second in RBIs. But to your point, I mean, but also there's something to be said for doing it playoff time because right. we all yeah. know the guys that do yes. it all regular season long, but right. when it's cl- key clutch situation, can you get it done? Right. So All the pressure's on you. Can. That's going to carry him. I, d- I don't care what anyone says. That will not ca- that w- that will make a difference in his play. Yep. All right, let's uh, go to Austin Hedges. We know what he can do defensively. And now the bat, I mean, he's been swinging a hot shillelagh the la- last right. couple of uh, rounds. 324 in the playoffs was the batting average. And the, and the two home runs came in one game, came in a major, uh, major victory. Uh, great. I mean, he had uh, key hits in three different playoff games. Bill, what are you hearing about the difference – he's been doing at the plate has it been a mechanical adjustment is it just starting to mature what's going on because the bat was always the concern about him well, coming up through the minor Alan leagues. worked Alan Zinner worked awfully hard with uh, Austin Hedges last spring and Austin took that to El Paso and he got off to a quick start then he missed the seven weeks with the hand injury yep. and since he's come back I mean he hit he hit 10 home runs in the first four weeks when he was back from the and you supposed to lose a little power when you come back from the handmade injury. Exactly. And, and right. oftentimes you can get away from some of the things you were working on right. in spring training because you've been away right. for a while. He came back and picked it right up. So S- Solid season all the way around. His average uh, 
over the last two months of the season always in that 330 range right through the playoffs. Okay, I don't w want to dwell, but it, it gets to the point now, is he becoming untouchable? Because we already know he's one of the best defensive catchers in baseball. That's right. already been established. Right. Now he's hitting, does it, I mean, hitting catchers? He, you know, there's, they've, they're going to be able to get something for one of their two catchers, Derek Norris or Austin Hedges would bring an awful lot in the offseason, and the Padres are going to have to decide which one of these guys they move. My thought is Austin Hedges is the catcher of the future as they start this rebuild. All right, Manny Margot, the center fielder, what's going on? How's he doing in the postseason? Uh, in the postseason, he has been phenomenal. <laughs> <laughs> I is mean, 361 good? Right, 361 <laughs> batting average wow. in the postseason. Uh, he, not only that, he's the postseason uh, MVP in the Pacific Coast League. He has he's had that good of a, a postseason. Uh, OPS over 1,200 in the postseason. Uh, just amazing. In addition to hitting 361, he drew five walks, so his on-base percentage was yeah. right at 500. You know what it seems to me, Bill, also, is that wherever we start watching this kid, whatever level he's at, he just gets better and better oh. and better. I mean, it's just been this projection that goes Bob, up he's 21. Yeah. He's 21 years so old. So we don't know what he's even capable of. Right. I mean, he's just scratching the surface. All right, Bill, great job down on the farm, and Thanks. hopefully we talk about a championship, and the boys show up tomorrow with some champagne covering yeah. him, right? Hopefully right. we talk about your two championships yeah, at the AAA we, level. Uh, maybe we can, maybe we can get to that. These guys are having more fun than I did, probably. <laughs> hey, Pacifico, the uh, Down on the Farm segment is brought to you by Pacifico, a rich lager born in Mazatlan, Brought home by surfers, now waiting for you to be discovered right here in San Diego. Dis discover Pacifico, we've got more baseball to discover when we come back right here on Padres Social Hour. We're talking Padres all season long. This is Padres Social Hour, coming to you from the AMR studio inside the team store. Hey, the tarp is off the field. We're going to have some baseball here at 710, but right now Padres Social Hour is going on. Glad you're with us. Let's take a look at the lineups. United Airlines, the starting lineup is brought to you by United Airlines, proud partner of the San Diego Padres. I'm just going to read it to you here real quick. Travis Jankowski will lead things off in center field. John Jay's in right. Will Myers over at first base with the home run yesterday. Ryan Schiff in the cleanup spot at the hot corner. Alex Dickerson in left. Adam Rosales is at second base tonight, not shortstop. Derek Norris back behind the plate. Luis Sardinius will be at short. And Paul Clemens, the right-hander, will be on the mound. And now it's time for the Supercuts Challenge. And things are getting a little bit interesting <laughs> right now. Blooper, while you were gone, things were falling apart, my friend. <laughs> But I won to 66, <laughs> but a recovery by you yesterday. You chose Clayton Richard. It yep. worked out pretty well for you. The couch chose Jankowski. You are the winner. Yes. Annie, it's all on your shoulders to get the couch uh, a the little couch bit closer. The couch chooses Will Myers, who has now hit more home runs in a single season than anyone else at Petco Park. So hey, we're going Will Myers. That's a great choice. Right, and he's hot. What do you got, Blooper? I'm going to go John Jay, who is in the lineup today. Really? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Unlike where I picked him last time, and he wasn't. Wow, that little vacation did you Twice. Well, didn't yeah. You actually picked Twice. guys in the lineup Twice now. this year, but right. it happened Wait, again Wait, when last he week. did it before, did anyone tell him that he did it? I okay. did, the first time he did it, I, I made mention of it. But the <laughs> second time, he uh, Good picked it. Good for him. you. No, he, the second time he picked it, immediately realized that yeah. it was too late. <laughs> too late. A, a card late is a card play. Right. That's so right. In. All right, Annie, yeah. I like your chances. Supercuts. <laughs> at Supercuts, they pay attention to every single mm. detail. They cut the lines, the hot towel finish, so you can feel sharp, clean, and ready to go. Find a Supercuts near you at Supercuts.com. That was the Supercuts Challenge. More Padres Social Hour when we come back. Get ready for every Padres game with us. Coming to you from inside the team store at Petco Park, this is Padres Social Hour. 
Hey, welcome back to Padres Social Hour. Look, we talked Padres. We're going to stay in the National League West because there was some action last night. There was some fireworks going on, and it was pretty exciting between the Dodgers and the Giants. Madison Bumgarner, Yasiel Puig getting after it. The benches were clearing, and afterwards, there were some really cool T-shirts in the Dodgers' dugout afterwards. Actually, they're, they're in the clubhouse today. You see them right there. Hey, don't look at me. Right. Those are the T-shirts that they busted out. Now, what is behind all this? Well, apparently, after Bumgarner retired Yasiel Puig, Bumgarner was walking off the mound, and he starts talking to Puig afterwards, and he's saying, don't look at me, don't look at me. And Puig right. says, well, I'm, I'm going to look at you if I want to look at you. And the next thing you know, the dugouts are clearing. Guys, I love seeing these fireworks at the end oh, of the yeah, season. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, and Bumgarner, I mean, he's getting this reputation for this. I mean, earlier this year, he had a stare down with uh, Will Myers. Yeah. With, um, Will Myers looked back at him and said, come on, man. But the way that game ended, did you see how that oh. game ended last night? Oh, yeah. No, the, Two the on, no outs. Right. Giants bullpen implodes. Annie, I mean, yeah. is this a, a situation? I love actually, it. it. I love it. I love the, the non-contact fighting we're doing. I love the benches clearing. Oh, I so love you like the typical baseball yeah. player where they're <laughs> pushing and shoving. Right. So my question, uh, though, yeah. Annie, did Yasiel Puig actually handle this well? Can we say that Puig was actually the, the, yeah. the guy yeah. that took the high we, road on this one? Yeah, I, can, I would say that. And I think that they did the – I mean, they won. So I think not only did Puig take, you know, kind of handle yeah. it well, but then they also showed it on the field. Right. And then they make the T-shirts. I think the T-shirts are great. You know what? If Bumgarner's going to have such a problem with all this, make the T-shirts. Because it's like, it's like he's showing his vulnerable side, and they're just digging right in. Right. Okay. Well, it's interesting. Not only that, but you have to wonder, did he injure himself in this, in this pushing and shoving? Because he's taken out of the game at this point. And we all know Bruce Bochy's bullpen is horrible. horrible. You want that guy to finish out that game. He's, only, he's at less than 100 pitches. So the question, did he hurt himself? Is he hurting the team? And obviously, he's providing some emotional firepower to the to the Dodgers right there to the point where exactly. they feel like they won. They won the game, and now we got some cool T-shirts. Bring right. it on. And, yeah. and, they've also, and they're in Bumgarner's head. Yes. Yeah. He's, and he's giving them that. He's giving them that power. So it's a crazy thing. I mean, he's, such, he's so great. But you can't reel him in. I mean, that is part of who Bumgarner <laughs> right. is, right? Exactly. I mean, he, he, that is what makes him the superstar right. that he is and on the And he is a superstar. Yeah. But, but the antics are getting a little... Tired. I think it's fun. I think if he's going to do the antics, then, then play with it. Have fun with it. Right. Antics. We love antics. We love antics. Hey, we love the show. We're glad you're with us today. Padre Social Hour. There's more tomorrow, 4.30 to 5.30. Annie, you're going to be sitting here in the seat. Lots Have of some antics. fun. You're going to be yes. with Randy Jones, Derek Togerson. Padres Baseball coming up. Paul Clemens and Archie Bradley at 7.10. Have a great time, everybody. Go Padres. It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro.